Welcome back to the Pop Chart, a podcast discussing everything topping our charts in pop culture this week. I'm your host, Brendan Toda. And I drink your milkshake. <laughs> I drink it up. You know, I uh, I had another one planned for today, and then I yeah. got a milkshake. <laughs> From Red Robin, apparently. Yeah, when do we grab some food at Red Robin? Yeah. So I drink your milkshake. That's how it is. Gourmet burgers and whatnot. You know, today I tried something for the very first time. I usually I'm I'm very predictable when I go to Red Robin. Mm-hmm. It's usually like the whiskey, whiskey river, river barbecue burger. burger. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's, it's that one. If I'm not feeling like a burger, it's mm-hmm. the BLTA croissant. Okay, okay. And I've had a salad there, like a Southwest chicken salad. But today I got mm. talked into fish and chips. Oh, the waitress was like, "Oh, it's like one of our signature dishes." I was like, "I literally did not know you even had that." And they're like, "Well, for we have red a sandwich Robin. now, yeah, if they have a sandwich now, that's the same fish as the mm-hmm. fish and chips that's mm-hmm. popular." But she goes, "Oh no, we're like kind of famous for this." I was like, "There's no way that's true," um, but You're I tried it, and up. I'll tell you, wasn't bad, pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I can see why people like this. This is good. Pop chart covers food one episode. And, That's you know, right. Like, go to restaurant. Popular, uh, popular, like temporary, limited time dishes at these yeah. uh, Americana restaurants. We'll call ourselves the Pop Tart, right? Like, that's not taken. <laughs> sure. I don't think so. No, I think, I think that's good free, free and clear. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> what's going on, so, sir? How you doing? Uh, well, yeah. What's poppinies? Um, you know, just uh, living life, doing things, changing diapers, what? Uh, <laughs> wiping butts and stuff. Wiping butts, you know, <laughs> that sort of thing. I mean, only one person's button. That's right, kids, right. But it's not <laughs> like I'm making a habit of this. Like, hey, <laughs> who needs a wipe? Who needs a butt wipe? Anyone? Anyone need a butt wipe? <laughs> yeah, nothing like that. Nothing like that. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, today on today's episode, we wanted to kind of take a moment to look back on the recent past and also the very distant past, not so distant past. Or... Yeah, it's a, it's going to be another, you know, last week we talked Ahsoka, um, the first three episodes of Ahsoka. So that's, right. you know, TV focused. Today's going to be another TV focused episode. Um, uh, and and then in the next couple of weeks, we'll, we'll revisit Ahsoka. But yeah, we're keeping it we're keeping a TV for two weeks, which is yeah, fine. Yeah, I, which, I which like is it. totally fine. Huh. Yeah, so we wanted to kind of like touch on uh, and recap Secret Invasion, do like some spoiler talk on that. Since yep. the series has been out for a little while, I think uh, everyone uh, who may not have had a chance to catch up on it should have had a chance by now. And if not, then well, sorry, we're going to spoil what there yeah, is we'll talk to about spoil on stuff. it. And uh, then we're going to go back and revisit some shows that we uh, wanted to come back. And since that last recording of Wishing It So, it has come yeah. to fruition. Yeah, weird how uh, we're going to talk stuff happens. Yeah. So we'll, we'll bring, bring that up later. So let's jump right into it and start talking about Secret Invasion, the Disney Plus limited series, miniseries. I don't know what they're calling them these days, but uh, the Nick Fury show. I would think that word. this is a definitely a limited series, right? That it only right. feels like a very specific gap. That's it. It's a one and done, kind of like the Obi-Wan's and the Werewolf at Night kind of stuff. Well, I guess right. that was a uh, that was like a Werewolf movie, by Night it? was yeah, it was like a, a special mini movie. Yeah, 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 that's true. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, but um uh we touched on it early in the podcast, and at the time we had like slightly different takes on it. I, I believe mm. I was kind of lukewarm about it um, originally. Um, I think you were 
pretty I was pretty psyched. Yeah, I mean, those first two episodes that we talked about, um, it, it kind of felt like, and I maybe I was hyping it up, but it it felt like the the Andor to the Marvel Cinematic Universe, think, like this. Yeah, I think that's what you said too. This TV show with these characters from the film, um, and and a lot more grounded, right? Not like like big bombastic stuff. Um, those first two episodes are very like dialogue heavy mm-hmm. and like posturing up of characters that we've that we've you know we're very familiar with, and so I love that. I loved people talking and that being kind of the central <laughs> aspect of it um and Next i was limited series coming out marvel's people talking people talking at one another <laughs> so i do i do remember being really really excited those two first episodes got me ant mm-hmm. um and then subsequently everything that followed that felt like it undercut that those first two episodes like really set up for like wow this is going to be something really interesting and different mm-hmm. and then it didn't really feel that much and then it just Towards those last, really the last episode was just like, just piling on things. And it just felt like very slapped together mm-hmm. and very just like, what else can we throw in this thing? What else can we do? What else can we do? Um, and it just, like, I felt like it just kind of stumbled, tripped and fell right, on its right. face. And yeah. I, it's, it's interesting, you know, we're talking about it, but I'm finding it hard to like, sp- like specifically say like, these were the things I remember the most because I don't I know it's 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 only been a couple of weeks since we you know the finale was on and mm-hmm. it's like mm-hmm. in this on it's yeah. a distant memory which yeah. is you know super disappointing because for sure you know it was set up to be something like that felt like it was right up my alley and then it kind of just like nope not so much yeah and and uh I don't know like I, I feel the same way that you do in the sense that it wasn't the series that I wanted it to be. I think specifically because um, these Marvel shows, the ones that haven't clicked, just don't feel consequential to me. Um, like, we talked a little bit about that in Ahsoka last week's on last yep. week's episode, where what she does and like what happens in the series does feel like there are going to be greater ramifications into other shows. And not that every single story needs to be like that, but like just the way that they've always presented the Marvel projects were you have to see everything in order to kind of get the best experience and have the most enriching thing by the time you hit something like Endgame. But with this, it just feels like what exactly happened like um that's going to be different for nick fury when we see him next in the marvels in november to me for nothing. nothing nothing he's like the they have a tendency to like leave leave the main characters that the show's about in the exact same spot we left them in the films right with very little context needed mm-hmm. and then then the characters that they're adding to these shows right like this specific one like amelia clark's character mm-hmm um <clears throat> Gravik's character, I forget the name of the actor. Um, mm-hmm. like they end up being complete throwaways, right? The the mm-hmm. the, te- the the show sets them up to be like, hey, maybe these people cross over into the next thing. And it's like, no, they're always just kind of like off you go. Thanks for the six, eight episodes. Uh, and now yeah. you're gone. And all we need to do is like a launching point for this character. I'm like, there's no reason for it like almost most most of these marvel shows I, I would tell people if they asked me like oh should i see that to to understand that? i'm like no no you you don't need any of that 
Yeah. And, and, you know, un- unfortunately, Marvel is the victim of its own success, I would say, mm-hmm. um, you know, because we have so much reference to reference and compare it to itself. That's where it's like, well, this is one of the reasons why I think they were more successful earlier on. Right. Every time you met up with the characters and there was a significant change, that's when people started paying more attention. So the comparison that I would say is like uh, use Iron Man or Captain America, you know, unfairly or unfairly, like the most memorable moments in their film series are when they drastically change. And then it means mm-hmm. something moving forward. Yeah. You, you you compared the series to Winter Soldier, uh, the, not the character, but the movie. And there's a big change in that where, again, Ew. spoiler spoiler for a movie that's shockingly, again, almost 10 years old. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, S.H.I.E.L.D. is compromised by Hydra. And that carries through way further into the MCU. Yeah. Right? And especially since the title or like the namesake for Secret Invasion is another consequential type of storyline from the comics. I know I was expecting something that big. I knew it was a Disney Plus series. I knew that the other Disney Plus series haven't had a habit of like doing really big swings. But I was really hoping that this would be the exception to the rule and not just like all the other ones. Uh, Again, with the catalog of Disney Plus shows so far, I've enjoyed just about all of them. And there's stuff to enjoy in this one, too. But oh, like sure. the ones, the standouts are the ones that seem to be consequential. Loki, which is just coming back for season two in a few weeks. Uh, that one seemed consequential. We learned more about Kang and all of his variants mm-hmm. from there, and it carried through. We learned more about this version of Loki and his variants and uh, Sylvie, and a new character that is introduced in a way that is like compelling, right? And she makes choices that affect the storyline whereas like this one I, i'm hard pressed to say like nick was ever nick fury sorry i shouldn't call him that fury was <laughs> fury, ever yeah, fury. was ever in a position where he had to make a tough choice or a tough call like he's just watching stuff happen and spoiler now we're, we're going to go fully into the spoiler talk maria hill dies and it's tragic it's terrible and yeah though that's consequential i suppose but it's just like he spends like no time mourning her grieving zero other other characters (laughs) from the mcu who should be broken up about this not just her mom who we've never met there should be more than that and then it's just unfortunately like you're saying the the trope that even they called out on themselves from she hulk where it has to end in a punch-up they Mm -hmm. do it again yeah and it ends in a punch-up with two characters that are basically the same and it's just like you just lampshaded that in like the last really good series i really enjoyed she hulk same um uh but god like guys like you can't (laughs) take a hint guys look (laughs) you you know better than this is what it is and so that's why i'm like still struggling to like keep my enthusiasm up for these shows i'm excited about like the characters and like some of the subject matter but this execution or this format is not really working for me and the Marvel stuff. The movies Mm-mm. are still fun. I still like this year's releases. Ant Man for all of its faults, I really enjoyed. Mm. Uh, Guardians is right up there with all the greatest stuff that's come from the MCU, and I'm really looking forward to the Marvels because it's another team up of characters that have come from more consequential series like Miss Marvel and sure. WandaVision. Yep. So it's just like. That's the stuff that I want. And I might start like not being as excited for the other Disney Plus shows for Marvel specifically. I I will 
I will disagree with you that Ant-Man is good because I think oh. Ant-Man is terrible. <laughs> I think Ant-Man Quantumania is hot, hot garbage, except wow. for Jonathan Majors, who sure. I think is good in pretty much everything he's he's doing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I think that Marvel's, in my opinion, Marvel's struggling the last couple of years. Guardians is kind of the rare exception. I will agree with you on that. And to kind of play devil's advocate a little bit with Loki, as much as I love that show, and I think you're right, it is one of the more consequential shows that's actually giving us new things, mm-hmm. right? Things to be excited about. Mm-hmm. That character is not in between anything, right? That character, we know exactly where that character's end is. So I feel like Marvel has a lot of freedom to be mm-hmm. like, we can do kind of whatever we want because he's in this different timeline, this different realm, and we can go crazy with this character. And at the end, he comes back here and is killed by Thanos. Like, that is, I mean, we can spoil Endgame too, right? Um, yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> I think so, he actually died in Infinity War. Oh, Infinity but, War. Yeah, you're right. But like, Infinity War. So it, I feel it may like not he, end that way, though, right? Like, he, he might, this variant of Loki may end up completely different. I don't think he'll show up in the movies again. No, but that's what I'm but. saying. Like, I think they can they can go anywhere they want. Yeah. Which is like this wide open book, whereas like, he, we can't go anywhere we want because Nick Fury always has to end here. Mm. And this character always has to end here. And uh, Captain America always has to have the shield from Steve Rogers. Like, it right, always right. has to be here. We can do some cool things in between. But at the end of the day, this is where that character ends. And we must, because he's got, they've got more movies. She's got more movies, whatever the case may be. So I feel like Loki has that benefit of kind of being like, you know, just the Joker card and just kind of Jokers are wild and stuff like that. So, um, but yeah, I was, I mean, like you said, doubling down on the things that I think are tired and played out, Mm -hmm. right? That last, that last sequence wasn't even interesting to me right where where gravic and amelia clark's character i'm sorry i'm forgetting those characters <laughs> actual names or uh character character names you know i i think they did uh, they had some fun with like the you know their matching powers and things like that but it was so uninteresting to me i didn't care oh what God, happened yeah. to either of these characters i was like i really don't care what happens to either one of you when she puts on, you know, this tiny little framed Amelia Clark puts mm-hmm. on a giant freaking Drax the Destroyer arm, I was like, "Yeah, oh no, oh no." <laughs> Somebody thought it sounded cool on paper. No one thought what would this actually look like. I'm telling you, I bet that concept art looks cool as shit. <laughs> right? Somebody's gonna really should be like, "Hell yeah! Look at look how cool that could be." What a what a unique idea, and then just the execution of it just fell a little bit flat. And I, yeah, I think I was hyped because I felt like this was going to be the Winter Soldier equivalent to the show, and I did not, I did not get any of that. Not Boy, there's some been some pr- pretty high highs for superhero media this year, and pretty low lows. That between Amelia Clark's Drax arm and falling <laughs> babies with the Flash, like. Whew. It's been, a, it's been a little rough. <laughs> Falling babies with the flash. That's just Solid. that one's still stuck in my head. It just came out in Max again, and I was like, "Should I'm good? I, I don't, I don't need to see it again." I haven't watched it either. I'm like, "Oh, look, the flash." I'm like, cool. "I really like um, that one." I was like, "Cool." No. Somebody else enjoyed that one. I'll get around to it eventually, I guess. 
I was so excited for it too. Man, what a bummer. So what do we have? What do we what does Marvel have next? Um, so next is supposed to be the Marvels in November, which mm. again, the cadence kind of like finally slowed down because literally I remember 2022. They had to like slow down. Well, because like in 2022, I was watching everything that that I still watch everything that they're releasing. Who am I kidding? Sure. <laughs> but they had something new literally every month and something was they were even overlapping with each other. Yeah. Right. That's true. Like I remember like the Hawkeye series was in the midst of its run when Spider-Man came out. Right. Uh, I remember that like one month it was. Boy, that was a lot. Yeah. It, it was like back to back to back every month. It was like something, either a movie or a series or something. And it, they really tried to like capitalize on it quickly. But yeah, uh, it's it, it's it's a little bit much. So um, the other well, thing I'm excited I... for Marvels because I you think, do. like you said, Ms. Marvel is one of the better Disney Plus shows for sure. Full stop. Not just Marvel. I think just mm -hmm. full stop Disney Plus shows. Ms. Marvel is great. You're getting introduced to a character similar to She-Hulk, right? They don't have this pre-existing baggage of being in the movies and having to be shoehorned right. in a certain way. Um. So I'm very excited for that character just as a whole. You get Monica Rambo back from uh from uh WandaVision. WandaVision. Yeah. And then of course, I'll go to bat for Captain Marvel all day long as being one of my favorite characters in the MCU. So to have them both back and and you know, it'll be interesting to see how these three strong female leads compared to the current ones that we're watching on on a Disney Plus show and how great these those three ladies in the Ahsoka show Whoa. are. Yeah. And see kind of how that, you know, see, see what these different <laughs> creators can can pull out of that, you know? Right, right, be right, interesting. right. Yeah, and then after that, um, I know that Armor Wars is supposed to come out soon. And, uh, oh, no, actually, excuse me, Armor Wars switched to a movie. Uh, oh, it was movie supposed to be a series. Huh? Yeah. Uh, and so I'm pretty sure Ironheart is supposed to be uh, coming up soon. She was introduced in Wakanda Forever last year. Okay. Uh, and then Deadpool 3 was supposed to be like the big spring release, but I'm pretty sure with the uh, current strikes that are still ongoing, uh, it's probably not going to make May. I don't know because Ryan Reynolds was filming that project through the strike oh right up till the end when the actors went on strike then it stopped right but during yeah. the writer strike they were still right. they were still pumping away which you yeah. know like caught the ire of a lot of people but yeah i would imagine that most of these things aren't aren't going to meet their aren't going to meet their normal release date i mean yeah a lot of stuff from this fall are getting pushed to next year anyway so and if anything, maybe that's to the benefit of this Marvel stuff so that they can have a bit more time to kind of take a breath. Let it cook a, a little bit longer, yeah, huh? Yeah. Let it let cook it, so it's it, just right. It I'm excited about the Miss Marvel stuff, but mm -hmm. I'll tell you that Ironheart doesn't interest me. Armor Wars doesn't interest me. Like those mm -hmm. those things aren't like, ooh, can't wait. <laughs> ooh. I'm not, I'm not. I'm like, man, yeah, okay. Especially if they're Disney Plus shows. Like right now, I'm just like, Oh, Marvel, keep making them. I'm, I don't know if they're for me at this moment. Yeah, what a weird world to live in where the Marvel stuff is now kind of on a downswing and the Star Wars stuff is kind of like hey on the upswing. Hey so yeah, I'm feeling it. Here for it. So, should uh, we travel back in time? I think we shall. I mean, speaking of like Ahsoka Ooh, yeah. and time and time and, travels. Uh, yeah, uh, we're going to go in the way, way back machine and yeah. <laughs> go way, way back. <laughs> 
to the year of aught 13. 2013, <laughs> Brennan and yeah. I were in the or in the midst of hosting a YouTube show, not dislike, not unlike this, but yeah. we were in the same room and we were talking about very similar things, guys. Geeky crap. Uh, we were yeah. playing games. I mean, one of the game, you know, hashtag taglines comes from best geek vlog ever. But mm -hmm. on June 10th, we released an episode discussing, we were reviewing season four of Arrested Development. Mm -hmm. So season four of Arrested Development on Netflix after Arrested Development uh, on Fox had gotten canceled. So that show was all about canceled shows, right? So we were reviewing, mm -hmm. reviewing uh, Arrested Development coming back. I don't think we were too high on that one, but at the tail end of the show, we were talking about our top three favorite shows that got canceled way too early, right? right. Those three shows were Pushing Daisies, Party Down, one of my all-time favorites, mm -hmm. and Young Justice. Right. And we were just bemoaning all the just the sadness <laughs> that we felt of these brilliant <laughs> shows being canceled way too young. First and, world problems, for sure. For real. And then because <laughs> of the magic of fandom and the internet and whatever, and, and things being available to watch and finding new audiences always, right? There's mm -hmm. always just a cyclical mm -hmm. nature of this stuff because it's always available. Right. Two of those three shows were resurrected and came back. Yeah. Those two being Party Down and Young Justice. I have had the opportunity to watch all of season three of Party Down, and you've watched what a handful of the New Young Justice series. So the New Young Justice series, to my understanding, has come out with two new seasons. I have seen one oh. of the two, and oh, okay. uh, uh, that's where it's like it's good. It's just hitting me at a different time where it feels like perhaps the moment had passed. Oh, I actually okay. okay actually in preparation for this episode you know went back and tried to rewatch some of it and that's where i think without the weight of expectations uh the show really worked better for me like upon second viewing where i'm like okay this is just like how i remember it and why i enjoyed it but it's focused on a different group of uh, heroes instead okay. of the the cast that i remembered from the original show even though the original cast is there uh, it's a different team, and I think because I was in love with that version of the team and their dynamics and their relationships, uh, specifically, uh, we're talking Robin, Flash, Aqualad, um, Artemis, Ms. Martian, Superboy, that group uh, was what consisted of the first two seasons. And even though they expanded the team and they introduced lots of other heroes, like another version of Kid Flash from the future, uh, they brought in Blue Beetle, who just had a movie i think you could call it <laughs> come out yeah yeah uh about it him. came out yeah it came out it was a thing uh <laughs> they introduced all these other heroes which was really exciting to see like the wide scope of dc represented in, in 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 a form that i enjoyed a lot but then moving into season three as the comeback i wanted more of that team and like what would be sure. happening afterwards and what they did was they did keep some of the players but they focused more on introducing new characters and to me a little bit too heavily mm -hmm. um it's a group called the outsiders which is part of like batman's kind of like not rogues gallery like his stable i could guess you could say yeah um and again the characters are interesting i was familiar with them briefly before uh, from the comics, but it, they just did not connect with me the same way. And again, 
it could be because the uh, time had passed and I wasn't looking to connect with a new team or maybe my expectations of young justice returning was like, I want the team back. I want to see all those characters back. And they yeah. did announce that they had all of the same voice actors back. And I was so thrilled. And then the focus of the episode just wasn't there and or season, excuse me. And that's where I'm just like, ah, well, maybe this is just isn't for me now. I can't commit sure. time to watching that. all of this. Uh, again, I enjoy it. But it also, uh, fun fact, was a part of the DC, I think you called it DC Universe, which it was its own standalone app before it was absorbed into HBO Max and now That's just right. Max. And they tried to position that as like one of the selling points for the show, uh, of the app. The return I, of Young Justice. Exactly. Or like that. Yeah. And I, I did buy the app for that reason. And oh, again, shit. I think that also kind of weighed heavily on it, where it's just like, you could see all this DC content <laughs> and also the return of Young Justice. And it's like, oh, is it yeah. though? <laughs> it wasn't even an expensive app. It was like $5.99 from memory, but it's mm. like a cup of coffee. Uh, but right. wow. <laughs> for a month you know, of entertainment. By comparison, the Harley Quinn original series that they also use, uh, brought into that app has had a way more successful. Yeah, that's all game. over H and HBO or Max or whatever the hell. Absolutely. And as, again, a big fan of the Harley Quinn character, it's a great show. It's not the Harley Quinn that I fell in love with, sure. but it is a great portrayal of the character that adds more to it. And like we always say. If there's more content to consume or more versions of the character, I'm all for it. Like, give, give me, give me, give me. So, middle of the road for you then on this return. Middle, middle of the road for the return. I'm glad that it happened. I'm glad that it exists. Okay. But, but I think just for me personally, I just did not have the time to go back to it the way that I wanted to. I wasn't as excited about it as I thought I would be. And especially right. since I'm still in very much into superheroes yeah, uh, and superhero content, like it was disappo disappointing, I think it is the word I would use for it, unfortunately. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's that's too bad. Well, at least one of us has. I was going to say, but your thoughts on Party Down. experience because... Yeah, party Down. Boy, oh boy, 10 years later, this show, they did not skip a beat. Did not skip a beat. It feels like... It almost feels like the, the gestation period works so perfectly. You know, they really, it wasn't like, you know, the following year, here's this show. No, they took the time. All these people are in different places when they get back, right? So Party Down is about a, a bunch of like wannabe actors and, and writers or, you know, struggling actors and writers who all have jobs as caterers, right? Not an uncommon story. Um, right. Stars Adam Scott, Lizzie Kaplan. Um, Megan Mullally, Ken Marino, who's like the absolute shining star of this show. Um, mm -hmm. But it's interesting because all these people wanted so, so much out of their lives and they weren't, they just, none of them were getting it. So the first episode starts back and everyone seems to be in really good spots, right? Adam, Adam Scott's character has quit acting, even though mm -hmm. he's really good in the show. Very good. Um, he quit. He got married. He's a teacher. You're like, oh, that's good. Okay. Uh, Lizzie Kaplan's character is on on an SNL show. Oh, great. Uh, one of the actors is the, the they're catering a job for one of their former employees who's starring as a huge like superhero, right? So all these people in like very good, nice spots. And you're like, wow, this is lovely. But it's also season 
one and none of the main core actors except for ken marino are working at, at party down catering which mm-hmm. has to drastically change here because we have seven more episodes to watch <laughs> right sure, so it's like sure. something's about to change right so of course the, the main character at his like big party that's being catered gets canceled a video of him resurfaces he gets canceled literally at the party literally and, canceled and then culture. like almost recast uh in that same exact moment um wow. and then it's covid so episode one happens right everything's so nice oh. you you feel like everyone is exactly where they need to be right not working at the catering company <laughs> and then covid happens and all these people who had work that specifically shut down because of covid are now in need of jobs right <laughs> so episode two flash forwards to the end of lockdown and all these people are back at party down catering no because is one okay. of them got canceled one of them quit you know it's like no i can't you do the teaching thing it's so well done so they <laughs> so. basically gave all the characters a happy ending and yes. then immediately undo it in the first using episode. reality <laughs> yes. of covid yes wow and cancel culture is there wow um, yeah so it's like the first episode of the season you're like wow everyone got kind of what they wanted but at least they're mm-hmm. in at peace with their decisions right and then it was like rug <laughs> and here we are everyone's back in their in their white t-shirts with their pink bow ties at party down catering and it never skips a beat it's you're right back into it um you're right back into just that like you know some of them are miserable some of them are super hopeful you've got a new character to the show who you know all of them are like in the hollywood uh, you know they're either actors or writers well the gen zers have no interest in being actors they they just want to be content creators so they got <laughs> one of the one of the employees okay. who's just always filming himself right he's tiktoking mm-hmm. he's trying to go viral because that's all that matters right um and these actors who are like thespians of the theater and all that stuff are just like i just don't understand so there's so much <laughs> going on right so much going on that's mm-hmm. just and, and you've got people like jane lynch and megan mullally who kind of played the same role in the two seasons right like jane lynch had the role of this one character first and then megan mullally kind of replaced her not the same character right but you've got these two like absolute genius female comics jane lynch Mm -hmm. and megan mullally who -hmm. are now for the very first time in the same season together and Mm -hmm. it is absolutely masterfully done like every single one of these people including one of my favorites martin star um from freaks and geeks and silicon valley is like hardcore sci-fi writer right Mm -hmm. he doesn't deal with like star trek and star wars bullshit he's like hardcore sci-fi um his deadpan his deadpan humor is just so refreshing in a Mm -hmm. weird weird way um Mm -hmm. that i feel like i would be shocked right i'm so excited one it came back after 10 years Mm -hmm. i was like god i wish we could just get one more season of party down now i'm like there's no way they're not gonna have a season four i just don't see it like it's so good but it was so good back then and it mm-hmm. still got canceled. Mm-hmm. I think the problem is is that it's like on stars. Yeah. Right? It, would... It's it's not on one of the big, big, big ones that everyone has. Right. 
you have to like side rent stars via Amazon or something to get it. It's so hard to get. And I wish I'm hoping maybe the success of this will allow like literally any of these other giant conglomerate streaming companies to be like, this is great. Yeah. Let's let's buy this away from stars because they don't know <laughs> how to do this. Like they're not yeah. they're not marketing there's like, it correctly. There's like well not, I I almost called it HBO again. There's like Max, Disney Plus, Netflix. There's like your Peacocks and <laughs> your like Paramount Pluses and then way <laughs> over there on the floor somewhere is the Stars thing. It's Showtime and right? then Stars. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I really wish it had a different home. I don't, I literally have no idea what else is on Stars. All I know that Stars has Party Down and was always the home of Party Down. Um, this it's show, like it went to a video rental store, like one of those that has no windows, just all brick. And you just walked in and be like, hey, I came here for Party Down. What else do you guys have here? <laughs> exactly. Like, what are these shots? I've never seen the bo- that artwork Ooh, on that box before. <laughs> That's yeah. not the normal box art I've seen for Titanic. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I, it's such easy to ingest TV, right? Mm-hmm. Thirty minute comedy, um, and even like co- comedies, even now are still long, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm I'm starting to get into. I'm, I'm going to call it HBO Max. It'll always be HBO Max. Right. So it's I'm just easier just, to say that. Come on. Like Righteous Gemstones, which is like mm-hmm. a dark comedy with very funny people in it. But that shit is an hour long. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> these comedy I guys got, don't. I got, I got things to do, guys. To do, man. Make with the laugh laugh. Let's go. Exactly. Come on. Why, I got that stuff to do. There's laundry waiting. There's of, Yes. All that stuff. Like, that's why I love things like Abbott Elementary, which is so right. good. It's 30 minutes of just absolute joy and, and mm-hmm. funny. Party Down is very similar. And I know, like, it's it's hard for me to be like you know, talk shit about the streaming service that you can only find Party Down on and then turn around and be like, guys, you should definitely watch Party Down. Because <laughs> people are going to be like, how do you want me to do this? Listen, you can get a seven-day free trial of stars. Can I buy Amazon it in a box? Can I, can I go to Target and get it in a box, please? I, you know you know what? I don't know if you can do that, right? So many of these streaming shows that were on these kind of streaming things you can't really get the physical media for, which no. is whole shit. I feel like we could fill a whole podcast about that stuff. Um, yeah, media preservation for sure. But I do think that you can buy Party Down on physical media. Um, in fact, I I almost think that the original the first run, two, not, not this new one, right? Yeah. Oh, definitely not this new one. But I there's a part of me that thinks that yeah. Okay, so you can if you have Hulu, if you have the Hulu subscription you can watch party down on hulu and then stars via amazon prime i mean you can watch it anywhere you want to but if you already have hulu get on the first two seasons of party down um borrow somebody's freaking hulu password or if you're one of those weird people who just already subscribed to stars enjoy party down because it is so good you and the 10 other people who know that it exists Enjoy. Listen, I'm I'm online right now for three dollars. You can get three months of stars on stars.com, which is more than enough time to watch three seasons of a half hour long, incredibly, incredibly funny show. It's not even like a whole cup of coffee. It's like the little syrup add-on that you have to it pay is. For, it's the add-on. You know? If you put if you put sweet cream cold foam and a vanilla <laughs> syrup pump, that's three bucks, guys. 
listen this episode brought to you by <laughs> stars apparently <laughs> we're gonna get sponsored eventually yeah. <laughs> yeah all right so to wrap it up i'm yeah. gonna have to say that since our powers of our willpower and our desire to have another season of a show manifested into these two uh, middling <laughs> or, or <laughs> not matching quality uh not matching because party right. down up here <laughs> yeah part of me wants to say we need to make another prediction Ooh. to say what we want to okay. return back from the dead uh and to give you a little bit of time hmm. i don't think that this is a good idea but i still want it <laughs> okay parks and recreation somehow has gone off the air in 2015 now, I've gone on record as saying that, like, or maybe I haven't had on record. I'm going on record now. Okay. Uh, the last episode of Parks and Recreation is maybe the most satisfying, maybe oh, not the God, best, yes. but the most satisfying mm -hmm. ending I've ever seen to a show. Uh, maybe not be the perfect ending, but it certainly was satisfying. And based on what you just said about how Party Down immediately undoes it for its characters i don't <laughs> want that to be undone so here instead of saying i want another season of parks and rec i would very much like just a special like uh not even a mini series if it doesn't have to be broken up into uh multiple episodes but just get the gang back together and do something right i don't want well, one of those reunion shows like they did okay. for friends and seinfeld and stuff well like they this. did they did the covid episode the parks and rec covid episode which was very well done but it was just oh, an episode but i, I yeah. can see i get i get what you're saying i get what you're yeah I, I was like that that would be what i would want that's what comes to mind first okay. now i don't know if you would necessarily want to have the same treatment for like say the office or no, no. Yeah. the office had had its run it's one of my favorites but those latter episodes just kind of um right. so no the office had its time more time mm. than it actually probably deserved but um I will say one, I agree. I would love to just hang out and spend more time with the with the Pawnee Indiana crew, like absolutely one hundred percent. But they do they do do a good job in those last episodes of I mean, I think that those last episodes take place in twenty twenty three or something crazy like that, right? I think now you're um, gonna have to go look it up. Yeah, I think it, they it flash forwards so much, but for me, Mm -hmm. um and i this is you know if we're just manifesting things that we know probably will never happen i would just love to see what what the creative team behind freaks and geeks could do mm -hmm. by just putting those characters in the same place again um and just letting them cook man because i love that show so so much i mean i even i i think i even loved and undeclared jet apatel's undeclared even more um, but freaks and geeks, I would love to see, you know, like a high school reunion of those characters coming back and and hanging out with each other. Because, boy, oh boy, it would be expensive because all those people, almost literally, almost every single one of those people are big deals now, <laughs> like really big deals. But at the same time, like you know, if uh, for freaks and geeks, like wasn't um Seth Rogen uh, uh, a part of yeah. that? Yeah, like. Maybe him being a big deal is a good way to like use his power. He resurrected the turtles for us. Who's to say that's right that he couldn't just get his friends back together? Like you know, but like Jason Siegel, Linda Cardinelli, John Francis Daly, 
Martin Star, like you, mm-hmm. those people would probably come back and be like, "Scale, we'll work for Scale for a reunion of Freaks and Geeks. Right. Let's make it happen." <laughs> so that would be my my request to the uh, putting that out in the ether. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, uh, I have looked it up. Thank you, Wikipedia. Uh, one last ride, the last um, episode of Parks and Recreation that aired in 2015. Uh, does include sections where it fast forwards to further years. Now, 2023 is one of the years that it stops by, but it it, it keeps going because uh, it goes all the way to even 2048, uh, where Leslie and Ben attend the funeral of Gary, who continued to be the mayor of Pawnee until his death at the age of 100. That's right. That's right. And like, they look at at his girls and they still look amazing. Right. <laughs> boy, oh boy. Again, I, I'm just getting what all the... What a sweet, the... sweet show that was. God, God, yeah. Sweet, sweet show. Yeah. Um, you're right. I think I need to 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 spend more time going back to um, the COVID special because... Yeah, yeah, they did a really just... great job. That that felt like a, a bit of a warm hug. I remember yeah. that one. Yeah. Good stuff. Well... That well, will do it for do it, yeah. this episode of the Pop Chart. You can you can listen to all of our episodes on Amazon, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. You can watch it on youtube.com forward slash at the Pop Chart Podcast. That is it for this week's episode. Yeah, thanks for joining us, everybody. We'll see you next week. Oh, Captain, my Captain. Nice. <laughs>